Okay, well, the rugby has been going on, the United Rugby Championship, and the Stomas are the leading South African side. Uh, they're beating everybody now. They're winning all these local all, all these local derbies, beat the Bulls at Loftus. They held the Sharks to the 22-all draw at Kings Park, beat them in Deben again in the return leg, and they thumbed the Lions this past weekend. So what is going on there in the Mother City with all the off-the-field problems, but they're getting, to, getting it together on the field, and Coach John Dobson joins us on the line. Good evening, Coach. Thank you very much for taking our call on SAFM tonight. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. You must be feeling good. Great place to be after the recent results. Yeah, I think we're in quite a good space. I think um, you know, for a team that may not be as yeah, yeah, sort of on the radar, so back to some of the other teams, I think we've done quite well. We're actually pleased with where we are. And what's pleased you most with where you are, Coach, about the team's performances, especially in these last four games against the SA teams? Yeah, I think, uh, to be, I think uh, the, the, there's obviously a clear... Resilience, you know, the way we defend. I think we've got, you know, we've conceded the least points amongst South African teams where we're playing for each other and the resilience. And um, and also some of these players that maybe went so sort of heralded a year ago, like uh, it's uh, Marnie Libok or uh, Evan Ruiz or, or you know, some of these guys or Dion Fruhi was over the hill. And the way they, these guys are playing, it's, it's really exciting for us. I think we're playing a sort of rugby that resonates with the people of, the, of this region. So I'm pleased about that. But would you say these results have been coming, Coach? Because even on tour, you had a decent trip. I mean, you lost by, yes. by three or four points to Benetton. You drew with Edinburgh yeah. in one of those games. Yeah. And you won your last game against the Dragons. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, you know, we had a, we got, we got a, a, a deserved smack. We did really well on tour. I was really pleased because, you know, without all, our inter- all the South African teams without the internationals, I thought that first half we did against Manchester was, was outstanding. And then um, we got a smack from the Lions and kept on standing, which was really disappointing. And that sort of focused us a bit, you know, I think that gave us a bit of a shock because we, we dominated the game so well in terms of territory and position, but we just weren't effective. And I think that's what's been a big change now. I think guys like I said, Marnie and Warwick and Damon have just really made us much, much more effective. But I think it's been, I honestly do think, I think you did well. This team's been growing. We started to change in the Curry Cup last year and we saw some good signs. I think this team's been growing for a while. And as you suggested in your intro, you know, things have been better off the field. Yeah, been quieter off the field for us, which helps a bit as well. And on that note, though, how do you keep them focused on the field when there was so much happening off the field last year? Yeah, look, uh, to be fair, you know, we, we, it, was a, it was a very bad media coverage and it was distressing that the players would read it and come and ask what was going on. But there wasn't sort of practical, there wasn't interference in the team or anything like that. It was mm-hmm. just that we got, got constant bad. Uh, people think uh, that these guys came and they stuff, you know, interfered with it. They didn't never ever told me who to select or that sort of thing. It was just a constant barrage. Of, and I think that made players insecure. And I think to play rugby and live in Cape Town and play rugby for the team like the Stormers, we should we should be able to get almost a discount because it's a great place to live and play. You know, with great history and great tradition. It cost us a few players and probably cost us a few rand. Uh, mm. But uh, I it was my job as a coach to sort of barrage them and tell them everything's okay and make them feel happy as a team. I couldn't control the broad environment. I could control the team. And I think it's, it's, it's a tight team now. Yeah. But but you also lost some big players though. I mean, you lost Kumbuzo, you lost Sia Abongi yeah. to the Sharks yeah. also. That that could have been tough to deal with. Yeah, I think we try to do to be we're trying to do a rebuild without falling off a cliff. You know, there are some teams who who have rebuilds and ended up sort of last in Super Rugby or relegated from Super Rugby. We, I mean, if you, I think we, you know, if you look at what we, as you suggest, you know, you guys can go Bongi, you can go Wilco, yeah, but Etzebeth, Damien Delenda. Uh, not as, not as you say, see, uh, Peter Stepp to Toy, Damien, Delenda, Dylan Lates. These are world-class players who we've lost since, since just before, since 2019. 
and I think we've done quite well to sort of stay in the fight, you know, with um, by without trying to rebuild, but without ever not being competitive. So it's been tough, you know. Um, the people have written us off, but I think we've we've done a reasonable job. And this team can stay together because there's some really good youngsters now in Kaba. Uh, Evan Ruiz. If we keep these guys together, I think we could have a really good future. So Mama Rat, you know, could, we could if we can keep them together. The problem now is playing in this European competition is just the offers from we are the show, we're shopping we're shop front for uh-huh. teams at the moment. Yeah, and and just on some of those players, I mean, w- w- what's also been encouraging is that you've backed some of the players. I mean, you mentioned Manny Libok there always comes under scrutiny wherever he plays, but you've backed him at ten year coach, and it looks like it, it's good for his confidence that at least he keeps being backed in that position and getting regular game time. Yeah, look, we had a, we had a tough afternoon against the Sharks a couple of weeks ago. He stood, but I said, to, yeah, but we backed him, and and he will be. I mean, I think with Manny. I think the worst thing to do with Marnie is to say, okay, throw up this week, fullback next week, bench out. You know, then we're not going to get a return from a guy like What I didn't realize about Marnie is that he just, just turned 24. Yeah, it feels like he's mm. been on the team for years, mm. you know. So I think, yeah, Flaff should be in his prime and game management 27, 28. You can see his natural talent, and you can see his picking game and kicking 50, 22s and things like that. So I think he, this guy deserves a backing, and hopefully we'll reap a reward for that. And then a guy like Damien, how, how easy or how hard is it to move him around? You, you've played him at inside centre now against the Lions, but we know because of his versatility, does he give you a headache? Yeah, look, he's just too good a player. I know there's some reason people, some people don't like him, but you know, if you work with Damien, he's just so good in every respect. You know, professionalism, physicality, defence. It does. It is an issue, especially with a guy like Warwick playing like he is. You know, but I think if we're going to say it's a 15-12 thing, then it makes it a bit clearer than 10 or or somewhere else, you know, um, he's played at national level of 12 as well, came on well against the Lions series, and that was our plan over these four weeks, was to give him some start to pull back, because he hadn't played for a while, we lost that spring work, then moving forward, and it, it, is, it is a headache, especially when a guy like Tan Duplessis plays as well as he does, but, um, yeah, Damon, yeah, you, I think you want Damon and Warwick on the field together, they're too good not to be on the field, I think. Yeah, there was a lot said about uh, about uh, Warwick not making that end of the year tour. How close is he to that to that box number fifteen jersey, coach? Because a lot yeah, of people that, believe he should be there. I'm the right. I'm the one guy to ask, but he has been magnificent over the last. Yeah, he was great for some tour, also the touch against the Lions that came last year. But uh, yeah, I'm the wrong guy. But I think you know if you want his fullback, because yeah, to my mind, the fullback is almost like a striker in football in that he's. He's the one guy who's, you know, can do something special. He is a, I can know strikers are marked in football, but you know what I mean? Fullbacks are striker in rugby and that he's relatively unmarked. And if you want a guy to open a game up, I don't think he's much better in the country than Warwick Land um, at the moment. So if he keeps going like this, hopefully he gets some recognition. Okay, and just without singling out too many players, Hachiva Daimani, how is he now? Is he settled in nicely now? Looks to be coming onto his own also. Yeah, I guess it's a good guy to raise because... Um, He's also another guy who maybe he's had some fits and starts, you know, the Lions is in and he's out and you look, he had a couple of injuries. And I mean, we lost Evan Ruiz and, you know, we thought, you know, Evan Ruiz was our star. Everybody was talking mm. about all about Evan Ruiz last year. Should have gone on an interview, not should have, but could have gone on an interview tour. But I think Achiever has filled in another headache as soon as Evan's back because every, the way Achiever carries, I think everybody thinks about Achiever as this big runner down the side of Ellis Park. If you look at the work he does in the middle of the field, both defensively and some of those hard carries, magnificent. I'm, now, I'm still this back here because he grew up in Joe Slover. He went to Ace to Plot High. I know it's really looked after the Jeff and he had a good run of the line. But having back in Cape Town, his whole backstory, you know, you don't get many um, black Jewish people from Cape Town coming back here. So, you know, it's just wonderful to have him back. And I think he's, he should, uh, that try was, you know, I thought the Lions were giving us a real go to go. And that try mm. just broke it open for us. It's sensational. Yeah. You go back overseas now next, next, next weekend. That must be a relief having been playing all these local derbies, eh, coach? 
Yeah, <laughs> don't be that tough. I mean, we've been doing as a poor public. I mean, you guys have been covering me sure. since the start of yeah, you know, since September twenty. We started with twenty, but um, yeah, the, the, obviously it's going to be nice to play a different opposition. I think we've got a. I think you know we've got a slightly tougher one. We go off to Galway to play Connor to a notorious the other way, and that you know I think the Sharks and the Bulls and probably the two Italian teams will be with up there international for the full week. So if we want to stay well in the conference, we're going to have to go and win. It be really tough, but it is going to be nice. I think it's good for South African rugby. You know, I've got no doubt if those games that happened in December when the Omnicom, Omnicom mm. game, we start. You know, if the Lions had played a couple of games at Ellis Park, they would have got two wins, you know, 10 points. The Bulls would have got 10 points. The Sharks mm. would have. And we would all felt better because we would have been mid-table before the local derby started. But now, because we didn't play those interruptions of low, or I didn't play local derby, we got an environment. And hopefully, you know, we get these teams down here in March and April, the Lensers and the Ulsters and Glasgow, mm. they all come here and they're going to, you know, I think we're going to see the starting teams climb quite nicely here. Okay, Coach, we're going to have to leave it there just because of time. But thank you for speaking to us. Keep up the good work there, the Stormers. You have a lot of people excited. That's the rugby you're playing and just the recent performances. And all the best again in Europe. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. Thanks, Coach Dober. Coach John Dobson there. Proud man, proud coach also. And uh, always here about how he always gives his players a history lesson uh, before these games or when they go. There was a tournament that they played. Which tournament was they playing? Where they were going and playing matches in the townships. And he would give them a history about this township, a history about the stadium and black rugby players that came from these townships. And when you heard those stories from the players, it was amazing uh, just to see um, just, just the coach go into, into, in, 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 into the, those lengths, you know, just to educate his players about the history of South African rugby not only the history that we are told, but also the history that we are not told. So all the best to the Stormers there. Going back to Europe now, let's see how it's going to be. But